can't do it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Four game winning streak. That's what I'm talking about. Don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at Big Blue all year. Don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Take it away, fellas. In 2020, the Giants' star players were sidelined by injuries they were not contacted on. These men were promptly replaced by players who sat on the bench. Today, they come as slayers of the Seahawks. Trappers of divisional leaders. Colt McCoy for 105 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Alfred Faceman Morris with a touchdown by land and by air. D.A. Holmes with an interception and tackling mad Leonard Williams with two and a half sacks. If your team comes down with injuries, maybe you can hire the B team. Giants win four in a row with a score of 17 to 12. Now with a record of five and seven, this has been a New York Minute. Giants Nation, let's go! I know I tell you, don't get, you know, don't get too high with the highs or low with the lows, but baby, let's fucking go Giants. Boys, am I being crazy or how hyped are you right now? I'm I'm more hyped than I think I've been in many years. Like this was a signature win by Joe Judge and company. Patrick Graham with the flawless game plan, holding the Seahawks team lethal offense, top three to 12 points, winning the game with Colt fucking McCoy under center. Put some respect on this fucking team's name right now. Sucking the cock, drinking the Kool-Aid, saying, oh, you only beat the Redskins. Uh, you beat the shitty Eagles. Guess what? We just beat an eight and three team, make eight and four. Division leader, division leader. Once this team gets in the playoffs, I don't give a fuck. Nobody wants to play us, man. Burger, what this say is a you? Team. What say you, Burger? Oh, I'm rather jubilant in bed right now. I'm not, uh, I'm grinning with joy. I don't know, like, we, we won a game in December. I don't know, like, the last time we've done that. That was pretty cool. But, last uh, year versus the Dolphins. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what I meant. Like, this, this actually matters. You know? I know, like, I know. We're usually like, checked out by now, Giants fans. Like, this is awesome! Let's go! Uh, I mean... Dude, Wayne Gallman, man, fucking... They went ground and pound on the third best rushing defense uh, today. And my God, we make them look stupid. Uh, but, Burger, I thought uh, we were going to cut Gallman. Gallman was going to get that. Uh, oh, that stupid bitch? I thought we were trading him. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. He's fucking glorious, dude. He had, what do you have, a 60-yard run? Yeah. I was hoping he was going to get in the end zone oh. there. Alfred Moore is preying on his touchdowns, vulturing. He almost <laughs> dropped that team. Uh, oh, reception, yeah. he, he too. A little, uh, a little... If, he, if he dropped that wide open, I would have cried, honestly. Uh, dude, the signature Alfred Moore's touchdowns, too, where, uh, with the uh, home run was fucking great. I was like, do. God. Can we also talk I was like about back to his Redskin days. The Giants get no respect <laughs> from the broadcasters on that Giants uh, on Gallman's sixty-yard run that you just mentioned, Berger. If I all they talked about was Jamal, Jamal Adams, Adams, who missed the tackle. Yeah. Like he slowed him down, but okay. Like again, yeah, Jamal Adams is a freak. He's phenomenal. He's a great player. We talked about him in the breakdown. All praise to him. But the Giants, who should not even be in this game based on the talent on the page and what we were coming into. 
and they have the best play of the game, and the entire breakdown is about Jamal Adams? Like, what the fuck, Mark Schlereth? Yo, anytime, anytime Metcalf or or uh, uh, Adams are pictured, these fucking announcers get their Jergens uh, lotion out to jerk these guys off. Like, I'm sick of it. All right? Like, come on. What was the name of that lotion? Jergens. Oh, I was like, oh, maybe Cetaphil, you know, anything normal. I've never heard of that brand. Gold Bond or whatever, you know what I mean? Is this, I, I'm not going to lie. That's a that's a pretty common <laughs> brand of lotion. That, yeah, is it? Oh. That place, that place. All right, you New Yorkers. It checks out, it checks out. <laughs> we digress away from lotion, though, and back to game. <laughs> well, you're you're not lubed up for this giant oh, win? That's, hey, I'm, I'm raw all the time, baby. And Colt McCoy. Get on baby. Oh, Do I? Yo, like, okay. Uh, DK Metcalf. They said Mojo on the air too. I was dying. You're like, oh, Wayne Goldman's got like you know the Giants Mojo going, and I was no, like, no, they did yes. not. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's yes, the they did. Yeah, there was an Austin Powers reference. I mean, if yeah. you do not drop yeah. some fucking Austin Powers shit right now, I'm gonna lose it. Do I make you Let's horny, man? Go. Do I? Oh man, I meant do to text I you guys. I was like, yo, <laughs> just Loki dropped that line. I was like, yeah. <laughs> um. Dude, I can't believe that Patrick Graham went with, like, you know, he played a lot of zone against Russell Wilson, and he just caused issues all day, man. He was Leonard Williams, man. two and a half sacks from Leonard today. He was causing issues. Like, fucking defense looked great, man. And, you know, we, we have beaten up on some of the, the depth in the Giants' secondary, and don't get me wrong, you love to see what Patrick Graham and the Giants are generating from a pass rush perspective. But a lot, tell me if I'm wrong, but the eye check tells me a lot of those sacks were coverage sacks. Like the, the back end of this is yeah. figuring it out. It's locked up, yeah. And I'll be the first one to admit, I talked a lot of shit about Isaac Yadam. I understood why we made the trade. You need to get some depth. But it was like, look, the Broncos are a team that are deficient in the secondary, and we go ahead and trade a guy from them. They probably are giving him away, you know, from someone he's going to cut. He has come into his own. He had that one play, and they talked about it on the, on the broadcast, perfect defense. Uh, I, I forget what it was, but it was just he got his hand in front of it, played it well. He has solidified that CB2. I'm not saying we don't need an upgrade there, but for the time being, he is he is playing confident football. I absolutely agree, man. He's yeah, definitely Giants, stepped in there big time. The Giants spent a seventh-round pick on him, and that's the thing. So, like, the draft and all this other shit is identifying and acquiring talent, right? But then the other half of the battle is developing the talent. I mean, look at where Yadam was to begin the season – and look at where he is now. He was getting beat snap after snap after snap in the beginning of the season when he first came here. And now he's playing into his own. And, uh, you know, you got to give props to the defensive backs coach, Patrick Graham. And Joe Judge, too, man. Like, he's having a hell of a year, Coach. Facts. That's that. I was looking for his name, and I knew it was Jerome something, but I I, I wasn't sure what the last name was for a sec. There it is. Dude, we got to give props to Gettleman too. He made that trade. Yeah. For a seventh round pick, I mean. Dude, he acquired. I'm not star, hating Starting it. cornerback for a seventh round pick. He can't really ask well, for more there. About seventh round picks. I mean, look. Let's talk about the Carter is making plays. Freaking Carter Coffin is making plays. Cam Brown is out there. I mean, the the talent that is on the field for this team is is literally rookies from the seventh round that multiple 
seventh round rookies are playing significant snaps for the Giants defense against one of the best rated offenses, a future Hall of Fame quarterback, and making them look human. All we got to say is let's hope to God that nobody takes Patrick Graham for a head coaching position. We need this guy. My God, he is a wizard back there. Oh, you yeah, forgot about dude. our Dartmouth boy, dude, Nico Lyles. Oh, or Lyles, fucking pounds He dude. has both the dude. steady hands and the technical expertise to pull off a procedure like that. So, ha! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get? Another fumble recovery today? Dude, yep. two turnovers in his two, first two games. What a way to start your NFL career, man. Have yeah, a fucking dude. day. LeBron better shout him out again. Let's go, baby. Yeah, really. <laughs> Uh, fucking darn! Ar- it was Darn who had that pick too. That was a nice yep. grab. And um, that also ball had that, the air. that penalty on third down. That was, though. Tough. That was tough, yeah. though. It wasn't. It was. Yeah. It was. He got locked up, but they got to call that. But also, not only that. If I was there, a second interception, or it didn't. Darnay Holmes have like a tip on another play. Like he was involved in another uh, consequential play for the Giants. I, I can't remember correct uh, off the top of my head. I'm not sure. We'll look at the tape. We'll look I don't at the know. tape. We I know, know that Jaleel Julian Peppers has some nice oh tackles, God, dude. Oh, dude, Peppers blew up in the first quarter, dude. He fired in there and fucking broke up that play. I was like, Ooh. we got a sack yeah, too. Yeah, threw that yeah. dude on his ass. I think it was Carson, and it was that second effort. I mean, he just came through the line with such a burst and threw him mm. down, and then got Russell Wilson. Yeah, Carson oh, was not of- ready. Speaking of Carson, you guys were like, oh, Chris Carson's not really a big threat as a receiver out the backfield. Oh, 28-yard touchdown, and he had, like, six grabs. Yeah, that's fair. That's Yeah. I know my fans. That's what for the burger. Sports. (laughs) Uh, Julian Love not securing that interception at the end. Dude, after he dropped that, I was just, like, waiting for, like, that Hail Mary and Russell Wilson goes down the field and we lose because we couldn't just seal the deal there. Like, you know, just classic giant shit, but – Dude, when we got that sack on a covered sack, I was like fourth and eighteen. I was like, we got the shit in the bag now. Yeah, I mean, listen, man, good teams find ways to win, and they found a way on that last drive, man. Those oh. those sacks that you get to make it fourth and long, and if they don't convert, the game's over. Like those are huge, and that's two straight games where that pretty much happened. Am I right? Wow, absolutely, absolutely. It's your point. dude. This this defense is becoming a nightmare. By the way. <laughs> Dude, like teams around the league, like you better watch out. The Giants get the ball and they're fucking like, they don't allow like an inch. I was thinking to myself just a couple of weeks ago when the Giants played the Rams, Sean McVay had an interview. I forget exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of like the Giants defense is a nightmare to game plan against. And at the time, we may even talked about it on the pod. I almost laughed at it like, hey, you know, that's coach speak that Sean McVay not looking to put bulletin board material up there for for the Giants. But shit, especially, I mean, after the how the Giants played against them and have continued to play, I think he was being very truthful because we, oh. the Giants, again, I can't stress this enough with on paper, a talent deficiency at so many different positions. The Giants' defense are making Hall of Fame quarterbacks question what they see pre and post snap, and that is that is amazing. It's it's Sun Tzu, it's Art of War, Deception Master. Like, dude, that's what Patrick Graham is, man. He's masking. He's he's just giving these guys looks that they just 
they don't know what to do. And it's 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 huge, man. It's like it's like a twelfth man, no pun intended, on defense. Dude, Russell Wilson had a hard time today, man. He was like, he missed a lot of throws too. Like, I don't know if that's just because of coverage. Like, he was not comfortable that entire game. And like Patrick Graham, my man, keep doing what you're doing, baby. Like you said, uh, Mac, I really hope we don't lose him. He should be a head coach if he keeps this up. Yeah, that, the, that's that's like you know the the bad thing about having a good coordinator. Like, yo, if he's a good enough coordinator, he's gonna get looks as a head coach. How in the hell did Brian Flores and the Miami Dolphins let him go? I don't know. Because uh, Joe Judge said, "I'll also make you assistant head coach, so you're not just the defensive coordinator." Yeah, that is a, that is a good listen, perk listen, that he has. blocked that interview, though. I mean, but maybe because they're all Patriots boys, he wasn't gonna like try and fuck with his career like that. Um, but still, it's. Because I know there was a lot of off-season talk about like, oh, there's a lot of positivity around Patrick Graham, but you know, hey, if if they were going to let him go that easily, maybe he's not that great. And I think that uh, that storyline has been squashed uh, very emphatically. Yeah, dude, this this is a totally different look. I mean, it's really just night and day from James Betcher. With I mean, there was, you know, they were they were they were bottom three last year. And now they've gone. They got to be top ten now. With dude, I think they, they, they were ten Seahawks, going into today. You hold, any, you hold any team to twelve points, that's a win in itself. But to hold that offense to twelve points, five points in the first half, dude. Yeah, that's that. There's something to be said about that. Just speaking of well, oh, I, sorry, go go go, 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 baby. Oh, I was gonna say, I like. To expect the Giants to get 17 points themselves, I was like, damn, like, if they do that, they got a chance to win. And the offense was pretty stagnant in the beginning, and then the run game really opened up. Dude, he's used to Lemieux at fullback, like, a handful of snaps, and I was loving it. Yeah, so was I. Dude, I was like, I was like, yo. hog in there. That hat Dude, he was going jumbo set after jumbo set on the fucking Seahawks, and they couldn't and not, handle not that only Lemieux, Not only Lemieux at fullback, but Penny, oh the actual God, yeah. fullback at running Love back. Yeah. Like, dude. Yeah, did he run the ball? He, he did get carries, so right? Yeah, he got. We couple. were wrong by two points, but it, correct me if I'm wrong. But during our matchup preview, someone said something along the lines of, "Hey, if it was a 15 to 12 game, would you sign up for that?" And my boys, we talked about the Giants being in the game to win in the fourth quarter if the score was 15 to 12. It was 17 to 12, and the Giants were owning that shit all the way to the end. Like that's. I um the fact that I even like said that and I was like for some reason I just thought I was like this could be like a nice defensive battle and sure enough it fucking was tranquilizer so um kudos to you for your optimism I mean listen I, a lot of times that optimism bites me in the ass but yeah, well, I like, just had like, a feeling well, going like, and six. like dude this is a trap game for Seattle it's a trap, baby. this game on the schedule it's a drop. It's a drop. They weren't ready, man. They were, dude. The Giants were like so much more prepared, and and Joe Judge gets his second win versus Super Bowl winning head coach. I mean, this disciple. Is- in in another way, do you think it's possible that the Seahawks just weren't aware that the Giants were young? I mean. They're also improving. Ooh, you fucking up. They're aggressive. It up on yeah, him. I think it goes aggressive. My God. Leave it. Leave it for everyone to know the shape. But they are improving. And they are the New York. 
Oh my god. Well, with that really unnatural segue, let's get into our matchup breakdown segment. And that's Big Blue All Year's version of the good, bad, and the ugly. And that's where we bring you the Manning, Hanley, and Dodge of the game. And I'm going to go with my Manning of the game is Giants general manager David Gettleman. Yes, folks. I will fall on the sword. I will admit when I am wrong. You have to give the props where the props are due. We have talked about it many times and a lot today. The Giants have talent deficiency when you're looking at the paper, the roster on the paper. But the players that are making impacts on the field, yes, the coaching has a lot to do with it, but David Gettleman has put those players on the roster. You look at seventh-round draft picks like Carter Coughlin having sacks on the game. Tate Crowder also had a sack and was all over the ball. Uh, we talked about Isaac Yanam. Leonard Williams with two-and-a-half sacks, much maligned trade with David Gettleman. His footprint, his, his fingerprints, whatever you want to call it, are all over the Giants roster for better or for worse. And today it was for the better. So my manning of the game is going for Dave Gettleman. Well, for my manning of the game, I got to give it to the man, uh, Wayne Goldman, having a career high day. That 60 yard run really broke the game open for the Giants. I feel like their offense was incredibly stagnant. And once that happened, it, it led to a touchdown and then another touchdown on the next drive, which was, you know, the biggest reason why the Giants won the game, those two touchdowns, back-to-back drives. Just keep partying on, Wayne. That's all I got to say. But, uh, yeah, so my Manning. Leonard Williams, boys. He was causing fits for Russell Wilson and the Seahawks all day. Like you said, Mac, two and a half sacks. He had two tackles for a loss. Dude's a beast. He set himself up for a nice cash-in the end of the season hopefully with the Giants fingers crossed but yeah let's keep moving so my Hanley of the game big surprise guys is my take on David Gettleman I again I'll tell you look I try to keep it real we're fans we try to keep it even but sometimes our emotions get ahead of us and after I believe it was the 49ers game I laid waste to this man like much of the New York media and look I was wrong Hey, a lot of things can happen in the next couple of weeks, but the reality is this. This entire roster was completely turned over when we switched from Jerry Reese to David Gettleman. The draft picks are starting to round into shape with better coaching. The guys that he drafted this year are making impacts. Free agency this year was a home run. Forget what you're going to see on social media with uh, James Bradbury today. He held DK Metcalf into a, in check. He did not hurt the Giants um, when, when it was necessary, I mean, hopefully black Blake Martinez isn't actually hurt. Seriously. This dude's an animal. Uh, I, I was wrong. All right, there it is. And, um, so be it. So Dave Gettleman, keep doing your thing and, and hell we did it without him, but Daniel Jones just very well might be the future of this, uh, of this franchise. So my boy, looking forward to you heading the helm for another year, at least. All right, so uh, for my handling, I'm going to go with Berger's shitty take. Thought the Seahawks were going to blow the Giants out. I was obviously the optimist there, and they came through for me, so I can't complain. Well, fuck you. 
but <laughs> I, 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 I'll, uh, I'll take it in stride, you know. But, uh, when the burger's wrong, he'll admit. But uh, all right, so my Hanley, I hate to do it to the old uh, golden leg, but Graham Gano, you missed your extra point. Got to give you a little, a little knock there, but uh, it didn't matter anyway. Giants still came out the W. So my dodge of the game is going to going to the Giants special teams for a second week in a row. And look, this would be a much hotter take if the Giants had lost. So I'm not going to uh, rip this unit or McGahee too much. But you know this is Joe Judge's baby. And after the terrible performance against the Bengals, they follow that up with a blocked punt. Thank God it was a safety and not a touchdown. Um, but in a week where we the Giants, you would have thought, needed – some type of play on the special teams or the turnover battle or something to come out with this game. They were just not sharp for the second week in the row. So hate to do it. Giants win, baby. We're still uh, living large today, but my dodge has got to go to the Giants special teams as a unit. So for my dodge, I'm going to go with uh, not a current giant, but a former giant, uh, Mr. Wheeler on the right tackle for the uh, Seahawks. Get a manhandled by Jabal Shirt. And uh, you know that that pressure was very valuable for the uh uh Giants defense. And I'm happy that uh Wheeler's no longer a giant. All right, so my dodge of the game. I'm gonna go with uh, you know, we named it after Matt Dodge, so like you know, we're gonna go with Riley Dixon. He had a pretty rough day today. Block punt. He couldn't pin the Seahawks inside the 20, especially that last punt where he hit it exactly on the one and it just went right out of bounds where we could have easily have pinned them inside yeah, of 10. 20. Uh, made, made it, uh, put him at the 20 to start that drive. But uh, yeah, he had a really rough day. But uh, he had a potential pro bowler. Never. This is one, one bad game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. I, let's let's end it on a high note. I, I don't want to get too forward looking, but the Eagles have benched their starting quarterback in Carson Wentz. They just got manhandled by the Packers. Uh, I didn't watch the game. I have no idea, but the the final score, I believe, was a at, le at least a two uh, two possession game, thirty to. I think it was like thirty six. Okay, yeah. And we got the Washington football team is playing the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. Now that could be a trap game for sure. And I believe the Cowboys have the Ravens should, should be an interesting game, but boys let's go. We're going to be talking about all of this on our episode this week. So stay tuned while we break down the Cardinals game and whatever has come of the NFC uh, East this week, but I we're ending this week with a win. Enjoy it. We are in first place. No matter what else happens this week, marinate in it baby i love it giants nation enjoy it burger disciple any parting shots before we let these people get out of here just put some fucking respect on our name man nobody wants to come <laughs> nobody wants to come into the meadowlands in january man it's not gonna be a good day for them this is this has the potential to be a legitimate team man for sure for sure i'll uh I'll just say, we, we didn't even mention this is a four-game winning streak now, boys. <laughs> that is a very hard thing to swallow considering where we were at one point in the season. Did they start 0-6 or what? Were they 0-7? No, I thought we were 1-7. We were 1-7. They were 1-3. We were 1-2, we and, and, and then it went downhill. Nah, they, they were winless for like the first yeah, month. 100%. Dude. We, we did not win a game was until it? we beat the Washington football team. 
We were one. We were zero and five. Oh wait, side note: I just got an ESPN uh, replay. Like, oh, look at this highlight: DK Metcalf destroys defender with stiff arm. Yo, shut the fuck up, yo! He almost jarred the ball loose, Bradbury. I can't knock Bradbury for his performance today. He's he's smaller and uh, definitely not as strong as that guy. And DK Metcalf didn't really have a huge impact. He had a couple nice receptions, but yeah. This Glad we got to win. Is bright, boys, and losing is not a disease. Shaman, take us out. We're coming back at you in a few days. Catch you later. Don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social medias at Big Blue All Year. We'll see you soon.